Hey y'all, welcome back. Today I'm going to be talking about different insulin pumps um, and sensors and all that good stuff for type 1 diabetes management and kind of what they're composed of, what I like about them, what I don't like about them, um, what I think they're good for and different lifestyles I think they're good for and all that um, good stuff. So I'm excited to talk about that. Um, I will say right off the bat though, I will not be comparing all insulin pumps and sensors just because I haven't been on all types of insulin pumps and sensors. So like I'll say right off the bat, like I have not been on the T-Slim. I won't be talking about T-Slim. I won't be talking about um, the Libre. Um, yeah, there's a couple devices I haven't been able to try, so I can't really speak on them. But I will be talking about um, the Omnipod, the Omnipod 5, the Medtronic 670G, the Dexcom, um, Shots, and then... I do kind of want to talk a little bit about the brand new insulin pump. I'm sure everyone has um, been seen getting posted. It just got approved by the FDA called the Beta Bionics Islet Cell, or not Islet Cell, I keep saying Islet Cell, it's Beta Bionics Islet Insulin Pump. Um, so I'm excited to talk about all of that and yeah, let's get into it. But before we begin, as always, I'm going to start with some highs and lows. So my high of this week is I am so excited because my friends are officially coming up for the 4th of July, all my um, nursing friends from Texas. So I'm so excited because they'll get to meet my friends back at home. And every year for the 4th, we always go up to Lake Tahoe because it's, I don't know, like about 20 minutes from my house. So it's just going to be really fun to have like my two lives kind of submerge over the weekend. And um, I guess it's not a weekend. I think the 4th is on like a Tuesday or something. But still, it'll be fun to have um, my two lives submerge like that week. And I don't work that well, I worked that week, but not for those three days, the third, fourth, fifth. So I'm so excited to see my nursing girls from Texas and um, yeah, just have fun with my friends. So that'll be cool. And then I'm also excited. July is kind of my busy month because um, that following weekend, I will actually be flying out to Minnesota to see my boyfriend. Um, he has an internship up there and I haven't seen him for a couple months now. Um, we're doing long distance for the summer. So I'm excited to kind of see what um, Minneapolis is all about. I have cousins there, so I'm going to get to see my cousins. And um, yeah, it's going to be super fun. I'm really excited for July. So lots of fun things to look forward to. And then my low of the week, which isn't totally a low, but it's something I need to work on, is I think I officially have a coffee addiction. And it's getting really bad. Um, over... This past semester, I would say I probably got coffee like in Texas during nursing school, maybe like two to three times a week, which is pretty good for me. Like two days out of the week, I had like super busy um, study days. And then like one day I had, you know, my clinical rotation. So I wouldn't really drink coffee because you were, I don't know. I was going to say because you're up so early. So it makes sense to drink coffee. But in my head, I don't drink coffee like before like 8 a.m. <laughs> so yeah, I would only drink coffee twice a week. And, um, once finals kicked in, I was drinking coffee like every single day and now I'm home for the summer and I start work tomorrow, but I haven't been working and um, I've kind of just been like hanging out and working out and I drink coffee literally every single day and not just like a little like black coffee to like help get me up in the morning. No, like I go to like Dutch Bros or Starbucks or a coffee shop and I get like a sweet, yummy coffee every single day and like I think it's great to treat yourself and do that sort of thing, but maybe not every single day out of the week. And I just don't feel the same without my coffee. I like need something to sip on during the day. So I need to work on that. 
So tomorrow I have my hospital orientation and um, we have some coffee here at home, like just like a Starbucks coffee, like black coffee. And I think I might just put some milk in it and try to wean myself off. <laughs> it's so bad. It sounds so pathetic, but I can't have a sweet coffee every day. And I don't want to hear anything about sugar-free coffee and trying to drink black coffee. I don't want to do that. I like my sugar coffee. I, I, I don't care. I'm not ashamed of it, but I'm not going to be doing that every single day. So we're going to break that habit. Um, but yeah, so those are my highs and lows. Um, but anyways, let's get into all these insulin pumps and devices. Okay, so I'm going to kick off with the Omnipod because this is the very first pump I started with. It came out when I was seven years old, so I got put on it when I was seven. I went back off of it when I was 16 um, to go to Medtronic, and then when I was probably 18, 19-ish, um, I switched back to Omnipod because the 5 had come out, and I went back to Omnipod 5. Or Actually, I did the Dash and then the 5. Um but I only did the dash because I knew the five was coming out. So anyways, <laughs> it was a it was a whole th thing. We're going to start with Omnipod. I love the Omnipod. I'm still on the Omnipod. Again, I'm on the Omnipod 5. And I'm on the Dexcom G6, which connects to that. And I love it. So the Omnipod is a um, <clears throat> tubeless insulin system. So you have no tubes. It's like this little white pack basically that goes on your body and it lasts for um three days and it'll expire after those three days um but you could do less if you want to um and you fill it up and it lasts for those three days it's waterproof um it just attaches with adhesive and there's like a little device and not a meter um I can't think of what it's called right now, but there's just a little device that is literally an Android phone. It looks like an Android phone. Um, I think it is an Android. And anyways, it looks like a little phone and um, it connects to your pump and does everything for you. It's super great. It's closed loop. So it connects to your sensor. And if it senses you're going above a certain range, it'll correct without you having to tell your pump to correct for your blood sugar which is nice and it'll shut off when you're below a certain blood sugar which is super nice especially if you like to you know work out or you have nighttime low blood sugars um it's definitely dialed in my a1c for sure so that's been super super nice um and then again it has all those like carb counting factors um which you know you program with your doctor and um yeah makes life easy i really really love it there's um, lots of different brands as well that you can decorate your device with, which I love. And this goes for most pumps. I don't know why this just came to my mind, but I love all the little Omnipod stickers you can get from um, Pump Peels and Amazon and all those good places. So you can kind of spice it up a little bit. So keeps it fun. Um, yeah. And then for insertion, it is an angled insertion, which I really, really like. And there's a little window where you can look in and make sure it got inserted correctly, which is really nice. Um, and it's an automatic insertion. So you click a button on your um, device and it inserts it for you after like three clicks. So that's really nice. Um, I personally really love an automatic insertion and I prefer an angled insertion versus... Um, a straight insertion so I have been really loving the Omnipod 5 um yeah it's been awesome um only downsides I would say for Omnipod itself or the Omnipod 5 um 
is it is a little bigger than most pumps but that is mainly because it's not wired or tubed which I mean you know you got to pick your poison um I will say it's gotten a lot smaller over the years when I first got on the Omnipod when I was seven it was ginormous it took up like a third of my arm <laughs> it was huge and now it's like how would I describe it like I don't know like three inches four inches by two inches three inches by two inches not even two inches yeah it's pretty small it's pretty small so I like it um and then just to touch on the other versions of Omnipod um Omnipod 5 is their newest Omnipod but before that was the Dash um which was basically just like their regular Omnipod system, but it was a lot smaller and um, more improved. So the only difference with the Dash is it's not a closed loop system. So if you go high or low, it's not going to connect to your Dexcom and like give you more or less insulin. So yeah, but I really liked both versions. I haven't had issues with Omnipod 5. Um, yeah, so that's it. The only reason I ever went off of Omnipod in the first place when I was 16 is because um, there was no such thing as a closed loop pump. Um, so that's when I got onto the Medtronic 670G. Um, and I guess I'll just go ahead and start talking about that. So I started the Medtronic 670G when I was 16. It was the very first closed loop insulin pump that came out. Um, that being said, it was tubed, which I was not used to, so that was definitely a little bit of an adjustment, um, but it was closed loop, so just like I said with the Omnipod 5, your Medtronic 670G um, connects with your sensor. It does not use Dexcom. It uses, um, I think they call it a Guardian sensor. It's their own sensor that connects with the pump. I don't know if I said what sensor I was on for Omnipod, by the way. I'm on the um, Dexcom G6, and I really, really love it. And, um, I know that they just came out with the Dexcom G7, which kind of looks like a freestyle Libre with, which if you guys don't know what that is, um, it's literally just like a little circle patch that goes on that, you know, is inserted in you and, um, it's a sensor and it's like the size of a quarter and it's super nice. The only reason I'm not on the G7 is because, um, it does not connect with the Omnipod 5, so my 5 would no longer be closed loop, which is a pretty big deal to me. So I'm staying on the G6 for now. Um, okay, so now that we have the sensors figured out, Medtronic 670G. This is an insulin pump, has its own Guardian sensor. A um, little bigger than the Dexcom, a um, little bit different insertion styles for the pump and that sensor. Um, it is tubed. It is closed loop. The good thing about the Medtronic that I sometimes do miss being on Omnipod is you can disconnect as it is tubed. So if you decide to disconnect, um, usually I would like disconnect if I was going to shower or swim. They say that the actual pump itself um, is waterproof. I never risked it, <laughs> um, but apparently it is waterproof. So I would just disconnect, um, and it was nice because then you're just left with like a nickel size patch on your arm that you can barely see, so no crazy tan lines, pretty small, um, you just got to deal with that tubed connection. So, you know, again, pick your poison. Um, it does last three days, but it doesn't <laughs> expire, which I learned very quickly. So let's say you're like camping or something, and it's been three days, but you're going home and like... I don't know, like 30 hours, you could keep it on and it's not going to yell at you. Or if you feel like your site is doing really, really well, you could keep it on for like four to five days, which is nice. So you're getting your bang for your buck. Um, and I would do that a lot. I would keep it on usually four to five days. Um, 
So that was kind of nice. Um, it is a straight insertion, which isn't my favorite type of insertion, but I never um, really had issues with it um, with the Medtronic. So not a big deal. I mean, it's all small straws and straw small needles. So um, yeah, just kind of whatever you prefer. Um, but yeah, it's a straight insertion and a manual insertion. So where the Omnipod, you click the button on your device and it like pokes into you. This one, you have a... Um, Oh my gosh, what's it called? I want to call it a drawback, but that's loaded. That that sounds like a weird word. A loaded pump. Um, uh, yeah, the word's not coming to you. But basically, you have your insertion device that you literally like draw back, and it clicks into place. And when you squeeze it, it like kind of shoots into you. And that sounds really crazy, but it's not that crazy. I just don't know how to explain it better. Um, so it is a manual insertion. Some people really like that. Some people don't. Um, yeah, kind of kind of up to you but um yeah easy insertion tubed um connects to its own sensor so yeah um I know they have newer versions out now like I think two new versions have come out since the 670g um personally I got off the 670g because I felt like I was calibrating it literally like every two hours I was doing lots of manual stuff just to keep my pump in um auto mode which is where it's doing that closed loop system because if it disconnects from your sensor or if you're out of blood sugar range for I think it's like two hours or more um it t kicks you out of auto mode and it puts you back into like a manual pump mode just for safety reasons um which I didn't love because you know no matter how good you are <laughs> some, some like weird device things just happen maybe your sensor isn't sensing or I don't know just crazy things. So, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love that. I felt like I was doing lots of work with that. And, um, I found myself disconnecting a lot cause I just really did not love the wires. Um, so, or the tubes. So my numbers, I feel like weren't as dialed in because I was disconnecting so much. Um, and as a girl, I just found it kind of difficult to, um, wear if I wanted to like wear a formal dress or a skirt or, you know, it was kind of hard to find places to clip my pump. Um, so like, it just wasn't for me, but it is for some people. And I hear some of the newer versions are a lot better. Um, the 670G, however, was not my favorite for those reasons. Um, yeah. And then also the Guardian, the new Guardian sensors with the new Medtronic pumps do connect to your Apple Watch and your phone, which is nice for you to track your blood sugar. Um, but the 670G did not, and that's something that the Omnipod and Dexcom does do, so I really enjoy being able to track out my Apple Watch and my phone, and, um, you know, you can give your Dexcom password, or I don't think it's your password, you, like, share through the Dexcom app, um, with your friends or your family, like, my boyfriend tra tracks my blood sugar, which is nice, um, so yeah, I, I really like that aspect of, um, the sensors, so... Yeah, I can't really speak on the newer Medtronic um, pumps because I haven't been on them, but that was kind of my experience with the 670G. Um, yeah, I'm just not a tubed pump girly, but some people are. Some people can't stand the Omnipod, and I think it's the best thing to ever exist. So it kind of just depends on your lifestyle and what works for you. Okay, um, I kind of already talked about the Dexcom. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a Dexcom, Dexcom stan. I abs absolutely love it. Um, 
I don't feel it. I feel like with my Medtronic Guardian sensor, again, this is an old sensor. Not a lot of people are on this one anymore, so I'm not trying to bash it, but I felt like I was kind of constantly in pain with that sensor. It was kind of a bigger needle, a weird insertion. Um, yeah, I just really didn't love it. Whereas Dexcom, I like don't feel it and it lasts for two weeks at a time, which is, is it two weeks? Two weeks at a time? One week at a time? Seven? No, I think it is two weeks at a time. Now I'm confused. I don't know. I just take it off when it tells me to take it off. I'm pretty sure it lasts two weeks at a time, whereas the other one um, was only one. So I love Dexcom. I'm a Dexcom girl. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I have to say on sensors. Um, again, I haven't tried the Libre or any other sort of sensor. I did want to go on the Libre for a long time, and I feel like I would be on the Libre if I wasn't on a closed-loop system just because it is so small, and all you have to do is... You know, you put it on, you hold up your device to the Libre, and it shows you your real-time blood sugar right then and there, which is nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, it just depends on your lifestyle, what you enjoy, um, what type of pump you're on, and kind of what makes the most sense. So, yeah, okay, now I'm done talking about sensors. <laughs> Moving on to shots. Shots are something I switch back to usually in the summers. Um, but kind of all year round, I will go on pump breaks. There will be points in time where I'm like, I'm sick and tired of feeling like a robot and having all these devices on me. I, I need a break and I will go on a break. And, um, I actually don't know if I'm going to go on a break this summer. I'm really still loving my Omnipod, but, um, usually I do go on a break during the summers just so I don't have crazy tan lines and it's easier to go swimming and stuff without having to worry about the e adhesive coming off. Um, but we'll see if I do that this summer. I don't know. But shots are great. I do Humalog for my fast acting and Lantus for my long acting. Um, and I really personally love it. I feel like the background Lantus insulin from a shot works almost better than pumps for me. Um, which is funny because I'm on a closed loop system. So it adjusts to whatever my blood sugar is. So you would think that would be, you know, the most ideal thing. But I actually do find that... Um, having that Lantus on board is super, super accurate with my blood sugars. Um, my body just enjoys it, I guess. I don't know. So <laughs> Lantus definitely works for me. Um, with my Lantus, I am a little weird. I know you usually do one shot every 24 hours. Um, I do two shots every 12 and I split my dose into two just because I found that like the last three to four hours, um, before I were to give another 24 hour injection, I was going really, really high, almost as if like the Atlantis had worn off, even though it was a correct dosage. So um, I decided to split it in two, and that definitely works for me when I do go back to shots. Um, super nice. I'm on insulin pens. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, so small needles, super easy to figure out. You just, you know, um, twist back to however many units you need and inject and just push it in, and you don't have to draw out of a vial or anything. So that's super nice. Um... But again, it's all manual. So, you know, every time you eat, you got to take out your shots. You got to do that in public. You got to do that in private. Um, you can't forget your Lantus. So you got to set an alarm every day, or at least I need to set an alarm every day. Um, so it's just a lot more to think about, but then you're not wearing devices. So I, um, I'm a big pump girly and I'm a big shot girly. I think whatever works best for you is awesome. So, and I also want to say with shots, I don't know, um, how newly diagnosed most of my listeners are, but I'm sure some of you guys, if you are newly diagnosed, are like, what the heck? I want to get on the pump. Why is no one letting me get on the pump? Um, 
and I've talked about this in previous episodes as well, but most doctors will have you wait at least like a year before letting you get on an insulin pump just so you're super confident giving insulin shots. Because again, if something crazy happens or you're in the middle of nowhere and your insulin pump fails, you need to be able to, you know, give yourself shots and manually calculate carbs and, um, yeah, do all that good stuff. So it's just an important thing to know. And who knows, you might end up switching back and forth or, um, some people have been diabetics their whole lives and love shots altogether and they don't do insulin pumps. So, you know, it kind of just depends what works for you. Um, I love both. I love both. I usually, I say I'm on the pump like 90% of the time, but um, yeah, I do my occasional shots weeks and months. So yeah, all good things. Um, Okay. And then to conclude, I did want to talk about the Beta Bionics Islet Insulin Pump. That is a mouthful, but I am so excited. I've mostly seen um, people talk about this on TikTok. I haven't really done any big research on this pump yet, but um, it kind of reminds me of the Medtronic. It looks like a Medtronic, um, and it's a tubed pump, and um, basically all you need to do when you get on it is program how much you weigh, and that's all it needs, which is kind of crazy. You don't need a doctor to help you program settings into it or anything, which is kind of crazy, and what I hear is all you do when you need to give insulin is um oh and also i'm pretty sure it's closed loop so that's how it keeps your blood sugar regulated anyways um all you need to do when you um eat is you put in what type of meal it is so breakfast lunch or dinner and then if you're going to be eating less more or the same amount of food as you usually do and it gives you insulin based off of that which i think is so insane but also I've I was thinking about it and it kind of makes sense I was talking about this on my last episode but um type 1 diabetes is basically all very strategic researched guesswork and that is how we treat our disease like if you think about it like all these years you know we've been doing research on blood sugars and insulin and you know how insulin works in the body and how it affects our blood sugars and how fast it affects our blood sugars and you know, it's all, it really is all just like a very, very, very strategic guessing game that has just evolved over the years. So obviously in 2023, we have all these great things like insulin pumps and, you know, carb ratios and all that good stuff. So we're getting pretty good at guessing now, but at the end of the day, it is a guessing game. And, you know, sometimes we might enter the perfect amount of carbs um, into our insulin pumps and we still get high or low blood sugars. So, as like scary as this sounds, like not putting in any sort of like unit or carbohydrate, um, it kind of makes sense to me because I'm like, well, it's a guessing game anyway, so why not let the technology guess for you? Maybe it'll guess better. And I think it probably works as like a smart system where um, it'll probably monitor you for like that first like month or so you're on it and see where your blood sugars are, see what you're inputting and kind of do its calculations from there. So I think that's really, really exciting. I know the FDA just approved it. I don't know if that means it's like out on the market yet. Um, Very, very curious to see how people like that. I think that's pretty dang cool that you don't need a doctor to input anything and all it needs is your weight. Like that's, that's insane. So um, yeah, I, I think I would consider getting on this. I think that's, I don't know, it just takes out your own personal guesswork and you don't really have to think as much and calculate things kind of scary to give up that control but also like I think it's definitely worth a try 
Um, personally, like I said, I'm not a big tube to pump girly, so I would have to think about that and um, figure out if that's worth it for me. So I think I'm going to wait and see what other people think about it when it does start coming out to the market. Um, yeah, and I'm just excited to see how it works. We haven't had like a new insulin pump like this in years, like a new brand, new everything. Um, that's insane to me. So I'm really excited. And rumor has it that they're also coming out with a pump that can inject insulin and glucagon. So if you're low, it'll give you some glucagon, which I'm really excited to hear about and see if the rumors are true. That would be pretty cool. So um, yeah, I think that's super exciting. So beta bionic islet insulin pump. Um, that'll be super exciting to see how that works. But yeah, those are all the pumps I've been on. Omnipod, Medtronic, Shots, Dexcom, Guardian Sensor, um, and all of my thoughts. Again, I'm not trying to give advice to anybody. Um, but the, that's just um, my experience with all the insulin pumps and sensors and kind of what I think about everything. And um, yeah, and that's the new news on the beta bionics pump. And that's super exciting stuff. So yeah, that's about all I have for today talking about devices. Um, but as always, for more things um, type one, you can follow my Instagram or TikTok at alleypod. Thanks.